Welcome to What the F is Going On in Latin America and the Caribbean, a popular resistance broadcast of hot news out of the region. In partnership with Black Alliance for Peace Haiti America's team, Code Pink, Common Frontiers, Council on Hemispheric Affairs, Friends of Latin America, Interreligious Task Force on Central America, Massachusetts Peace Action, and Task Force on the Americas. We broadcast Thursdays at 4.30 p.m. Pacific, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube Live, including channels for The Convo Couch, Popular Resistance, and Code Pink. Post-broadcast recordings can be found at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Telegram, radindymedia.com, and now under podcasts at popularresistance.org. Our episode today, Argentina celebrates 40 years of democracy and human rights, and I'm really happy to share with all of you that we are broadcasting live today from Buenos Aires uh, with our guest and my good friend, uh, Franco Metasa, who is the Director General for Foreign Affairs of the Argentina National Senate. And um, some of you may remember um, he's joined us in previous uh, episodes as well, specifically last August when there was the, that... Uh, attempt on the, on the vice president's life. So so I'm really happy uh, to be here with all of you and Franco um, live in Buenos Aires. And I uh, we're going to talk to you uh, in this episode about last week's um, International Human Rights Foro. That is what uh, brought me here and, um, and the significance of the foro and, uh, and a few other um, events that passed last week. So let me give all of you just a, a brief background. Uh, last week, Argentina celebrated 40 years of democracy and human rights by hosting the Third World Forum, Forum excuse me, of Human Rights, March 20 through March 24. The forum was scheduled in tandem with Argentina's National Day of Remembrance for Truth and Justice. The forum closed with a march and rally on March 24, which marked 47 years since the US-backed military coup that overthrew the democratically elected government. That overthrow of the coup was on March 24, 1976. The US installed the bloodiest dictatorship in the history of Argentina that remained in power until 1983, hence the 40 years of democracy since. So with that, I want you all to, to meet uh, Franco, and um, why don't we start with what what the significance of the forum last week, what, what it is and um, and how it was created because there's a really significant history to that. Okay, well, thanks for being here. <laughs> I'm so happy that you could- <laughs> I like you <laughs> I'm so thankful for the invitation. Um, well, the forum was so important for us every year. Every March 24 is, is very important and very significant for all our country because of uh, what you mentioned in the introduction about the dictatorship and what that meant for the country. Uh, but this year we, we could have this big forum. It was the third forum held. Uh, the first one was in Brazil in 2013. Uh, the second one was held in Morocco in 2014. And then it uh, it wasn't held anymore until now that we could organize it 
here in Buenos Aires. This is the Cell, the Cell International Forum. Um, since human rights is a, a flag of yeah. our yeah. country in general and of our political party, the Peronism in particular, um, we were very happy and we had a, like 500 guests from all over the world. We are one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> honored to say I was one of those. Yeah. Um, it really was very special. There were um, four days of full of uh, talks, debates, uh, dif different events uh, that made us think of what happened in our history what are the situation nowadays with human rights and what we should do towards future to keep human rights politics and to face the new challenges of this century. You know, for the audience, we should just explain that the forum it was, well, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, with the final margin rally on Friday the 24th. And we'll talk about the significance of having the final day of the forum on the 24th. But it, I mean, it was four days filled with events all day. Some some very formal, some were walk in and join the conversation, but they were, none of them were country specific. They were very much theme specific. Themes that apply not just to Latin America and the Caribbean, but across across the world. Although many of the participants were Latin America and Caribbean, I was one of the few USians. <laughs> I'm honored to say that I was. It was it was great to to represent uh, the the you know North America with with several others. But the themes ranged everything from lawfare was a great. Uh, Great talk. Actually, Rafael Correa did a very good, the yeah. former president of Ecuador on lawfare and how that is being used uh, as a form of golpe de asado, a form of coup. Um, and there were women's rights and and gender issues discussed and and original, uh, people. original peoples. It was uh, the military. How, how the military has taken over, or, or I guess in many cases, and, and the audience is really very much aware of this, is how, how the police have been militarized at a civilian level, so as not to use the national military against people. It was really just profound subjects that apply to everyone, yeah. if you're not careful, yeah, which I found really uh, very significant. And as you said, coming here from Argentina, where you know, you lived years of a very bloody, very horrible dictatorship. It was one of the worst in the, in the region, you know, that on those years, what happened was what we call planned conduct, uh, which nowadays we know it had a, a very important participation of the United States yeah. in the strategy and, and the funding and funding yeah and and the and the formation of the militaries yes in in the torture methods and stuff and it was all over the region Chile yes. uh, Uruguay but the one in Argentina was the 
uh, you use the word uh, bloodiest. Mm -hmm. and, and that's true. We have uh, 30,000 disappeared uh, people. When we say disappear, we mean uh, dead uh, and, and staff not only disappear. And we also have, and this happened in the ex-SESMA for the audience to know, that's, that was the, the main um, place where the forum took place. So this this site, so it's ex-SESMA, E-S-M-A for the audience. Mm -hmm. This site, when we, when um, Franco was talking about the military training and financing by the states, that this site was the Escuela de Mecanico de la Armada, so the Mechanical School of the Navy. Um, it was turned into during the dictatorship a prison, a torture center, a execution center, a clandestine center of uh, detention and execution. Yeah, clandestine right. uh, center of detention and execution. We have a lot oh, of wow. we had a lot of uh, clandestine centers. Uh, this was one of the most uh, important because it, it's it's huge and there happened one of the worst crime that was the appropriation of babies. Mm. Five hundred babies were born mm. from mothers mm. who were young. Uh, activists, uh, Peronist activists, and they were uh, pregnant at the moment of the, of, of detention. detention. Yeah, mm -hmm. and their babies were born, and they were to fund. They went to families of military families or colleagues or friends of military because the military, the militaries said that that was the way of cutting the uh, communism. You have the children raised in a different in a political different. environment, different, different, oh, wow. Oh my God. That's terrible. So the significance of that, so being the clandestine center and that it was, it was the principal site used for last week's forum. Yes, that's which right. Was, and the happy, the happy, Thing about this is that in 2004, uh, Nestor Kirchner was the president at those times, and he took this center that was closed, almost abandoned, mm. and gave it to the um, human rights organisms to convert it in a memory space. And um, there, Works the human rights secretary mm -hmm. and the Madres de Plaza de Mayo, Abuelas de Plaza de Mayo, oh, and hijos have places to. Did I see an office for the forensic anthropologist too? There, sorry again. The forensic anthropologist. Also, they're, they're based out there too. They're yeah. based there too. So it 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 it, it it's uh, like uh, we took it and we made a a, a, a monument in human rights yeah. and the and human rights work. Yes. Promotion of human rights. Yeah, it's really, it's a, it's, it's a very large, it's a very large campus, so to speak, or little buildings. And what I really, the history behind it was so appropriate for having the forum principally housed. So there were other sites as well, but that was the principal site. What I really 
appreciated about that site was that it hasn't been significantly renovated. Mm -hmm. So when you walk onto the property or walk into those buildings, you can sense something really evil happened there. It's not it's not horrible today, <laughs> but I but I think it's very appropriate that yeah. it wasn't just completely gutted and rebuilt and no beautiful. You know the, the history is still really feel it. You can imagine what happened. Yeah, there. yeah you can. When you walk, yeah. you can imagine what happened. There. Yeah, yeah, you can. And yeah. I think that's important that that's been. That's part that of remains, it. yeah. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah. And we had like, I, I, I don't know if I'm mistaken, but we had like 500 clandestine centers all around oh. the country. Wow, that's a lot. That's wow, for a, lot. a population of what? Uh, at those times, 30 million people. Wow. We have, yeah, we have 40, 40, 46 million now, and 30 million at those times, I guess. Wow. So this is so significant that that this forum was here last week, you know, because you have such a profound history to share with the world. And and your countrymen, the forensic anthropologists that a lot of our viewers will know, but uh, a lot of help in Guatemala mm -hmm. there. And and also all the activists and just for the audience. I think all of you know, because I've shared this with you, when I went to Colombia during the Paro Nacional, it was with a team of Argentinian um, activists from here, from okay. Buenos Aires. And when I went to Peru in February of this year, same. Okay. I was the sole USN and 20 Argentinians. But that's how significant the human rights work is. So, yeah. It's one of our flags. I yeah. always like to say that we are not uh, an economic, how do you say potential in English? Like, like a, uh, an economic engine or huge economic potential? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the yeah. United States is an economic, it's, it's, it's a, a military potential. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we are not economic, we are not military, but we are a human rights potential. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely, yeah. And, and, and the exportation of that whole philosophy and, and is is really a beautiful thing. Yeah, and we and we work daily and hard to to keep it uh, uh, on a daily thing. Yeah, on a daily. Well, no, as part of the culture. Yeah. You can, yeah. yeah, you can feel it just engaging with Argentinians on the street. People are really friendly here. You know, I anticipated everyone to be nice because I've traveled with Argentinians yeah. and everybody's like, people are really friendly. That human contact yeah we got it's it. really profound here yes. yeah and easy there's an ease about it that's really wonderful to be around thank you thank you but yourself included <laughs> <laughs> all, all of you now the last thing i want to mention about um all this week is that the last day the 24 mm -hmm. we make a, a big march yeah. uh the, 30 000 people <laughs> yeah the plaza de mayo well Plaza de Mayo is the center of, 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 of the march. We make every 24, all the society, yeah. all the political parties, all the organizations. And for the Plaza de Mayo, for the audience, significance of that is, is that's where the, the abuelos. Abuelas. The grandmothers, not grandfathers. Yeah. Would protest. Yeah. And so... Yeah, it's significant that that's the location. Yeah, a protest that was very 
very pacific because since it was a, a dictatorship, they were not allowed to make big demonstrations. Right. So they used to to walk around mm -hmm. in circles around the pyramid of Mayo, that is like the monument, the, the principal monument of the Plaza de Mayo, and they used to walk in, in circles. Uh, to that, that was the way of protesting. Almost religious in a way, very spiritual. Very, spiritual. very spiritual. Very pacific. Um, yes. And yeah. and they they became a an, an icon of of pacific protest, and they were invited from all over the world in the years upcoming, so they could show in the international courts what was happening here, uh, and the international pressure. The international pressure was key mm -hmm. to begin to end with this dictatorship process. Mm -hmm. So they made a, a great effort. A great impression yeah. Yeah, on the international community. Yeah, you know, this the walking in the circle as a form of quiet, peaceful protest, that has been exported to many, many countries now, mm -hmm. particularly in Latin America and the Caribbean. It is a form of protest that's been emulated across the hemisphere. Perfect. Yeah, it's really, you Perfect. see it. Yeah, I've actually participated in a few of those in front of the Colombian embassy and Perfect. and uh, and the um, National Police Archive in, in Guatemala. Yeah, and yeah, and I've seen it done in Guatemala too. Yeah, so it, it's, yeah, it's pretty profound. Yes. Well, I, I was uh, telling of, of the march and um, I, Almost one million people gather in the Plaza de Mayo. That's uh, the, the principal like events organized uh, from by by the organisms of human rights. When I say organisms of human rights, I mean Madres de Plaza de Mayo, Abuelas de Plaza de, Na de Mayo, uh, y los hijos también, mm -hmm. um, the sons of the disappeared yes. ones. Um, we particularly. Uh, from La Campora, which is the Kirchnerism youth uh, agrupation. We walked from the ESMA. Yeah. We did. <laughs> uh, to Plaza de Mayo, they are uh, 40 kilometers. Uh, it's like 10 miles. Yeah. Uh, eight, 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 nine, eight miles. nine miles. Right. Yeah. Which was fabulous. It was eight hours <laughs> <laughs> because we would start and stop. and. Yeah, and it was a lot of celebrating along the way, but yeah, it's it our really way to 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 join the the ex the ESMA, the mm -hmm. clandestine center of detention and, and torture, with the uh, Plaza de Mayo and the main event, and mm -hmm. and we walk uh, with happiness and yeah. singing and and singing and fireworks and fireworks. Yeah, uh, it's our. Uh, Yearly demonstration of our way of organizing us and, and how we understand politics that is being in the street mm -hmm. with what with who needs us. It, yes, and this is something that we could just take a minute to share with the audience because this comes up in in quite a few episodes. Being with the people in the streets and um and this and this march is principally young people. Yes. Well, younger than me, <laughs> but, but, young, but youth, yeah, and what being in the streets, the significance of that, of the social movement building, the movement building, the political formation, building 
a political party, and then having a base to help develop candidates, yeah. keep that party in power from the from the ground up, and send a message to the opposition that the people are behind the elected oh, candidate, God. all of that, those things. And that was on full display in that march on Friday the 24th. And we this is a theme that can continues, you know, throughout our episodes, it's really the importance of social movement building yeah. and political education. It's huge. And there it is, there is no substitute for it. And it was Maximo Kirchner who did a great talk on the fallacy of presuming social media is is political activism. Yeah. He <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> and so um yeah, the social media is not, it cannot in, in any way replace the ground activism course, and the people to people. Yeah. Yeah. All, all this you are describing, uh, it's like funny in some way because what the dictatorship wanted to do is to cut the activism, mm -hmm. the politics, and the You're participation. Completely eradicated. Of it. Yeah. You have an, all, all the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> we we are one of the most one of the most involved uh, uh, people in, in in politics. Yeah, you, you yeah, can, you want, it's yeah. not easy to find uh, this kind of a uh, politics involucration of of youth uh, around the world. No, no. So it's no, and that's fine really, in some way. It's really a testament to the whole political process here and the and the culture since the dictatorship because. Um, after such a horrible historic event period of time there there is this tendency in cultures for each for that memory to dilute generation yeah. to generation right mm -hmm. and that is not the case here people are more powerful now than ever yeah yeah yes well i mean we also have our our issues uh one of the events uh, that happened on, on those week was the uh, Christina Kirchner talk with ex-presidents mm -hmm. with Correa, mm -hmm. uh, Evo Morales from Bolivia, Ernesto Samper from Colombia, um, Rodriguez Zapatero from Spain. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, am I missing one? Uh, uh, Pepe Mujica from Mujica. Uruguay. Yes, he was here. He also was here uh, backing up her. Um, the conclusion we have is, okay, we are now in government, we have a democracy, but it's, it's never a complete democracy. Yeah. We also have a lack of uh, yeah. rights and and I, what happened with, what's happening with Christina with all the law for that yeah. she's not she she can she has not the possibility of being candidate for for next election they they want to ban her they are banning her and the uh, presidential elections are October of this year. Yeah, we have in in, in August the primary ones, yes. mm -hmm. and yes. in October twenty second the 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 general election. Yeah. The, and, and and what what we are seeing is that uh, the the party the the the, the opposition and the 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 the, the sure is the not the sure is the, the poder judicial. What do you say, Poder Judicial? The judicial? Judiciary. Yeah, judicial are, are, are trying to... The judicial powers. Yeah, yeah power. Are trying to, mm -hmm. to, to bunker. And it's the same that they did in Brazil with Lula. Yeah. He, he went to jail, so he yeah. cannot be a candidate. And 
if Lula was candidate, Bolsonaro has not happened. Exactly. So they, they try to change history. Yeah. So that's the will of the people. Yeah. <laughs> the same yeah. in, in Ecuador with yes. Correa. So what that's what is happening uh, here with, with Cristina, and that's our main aim today. And and we frame that in our human rights fight that is we want a complete democracy, yeah. not an incomplete one. And that means a democracy without prescriptions. Yeah, prescriptions of all, of all forms. Yeah, yeah, including lawfare, and that that law that lawfare talk was part of the group of the the Pueblo. Yeah, now that was profound. That was yeah, some really profound statements came out of that that evening. It's really good. So, so what else should we talk about? <laughs> what else you you want to make sure the audience? Uh, uh, Cheers. Well, we are uh, very happy when what we did this year, but we need to keep it going, to keep yeah. it going. And I would like the audience to to say that be aware, keep track of what's going on in Argentina. We are really worried of what could happen if a right wing government uh, arrives to power. Uh, if uh, right government arrives to power because they had more votes, everything is okay. <laughs> we are really worried of this prescription of Christina Kirchner. We are really worried about fraud, about uh, cyber fraud, sure. uh, about foreign, uh, foreign intervention. intervention. Yeah. So uh, that, that, that would be- Those uh, are all that, you know, it's, we've seen, since when was the in Bolivia October of 2020, 2020, right? 2020. all the way through to Brazil uh, that fall, yeah, presidential and legislative elections across the hemisphere. And so this is one of the last ones. Yes, <laughs> Mexico is going to be next year too. A change, you know. Hopefully, no change. Yes, we are really kind of. But you know this. Everything the majority of the governments have changed to center left whether they're progressive or, or revolutionary left. And so- We only need Ecuador and Uruguay now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So so we wanna see Argentina well, keep, the, keep that tide rolling. We are working on that. We are trying to enhance our democracy. Uh, the Peronist ones are really democratic and all the places where we get to, we make it through votes. Yeah. We make it through votes. Through the so, electoral process. Yeah. Constitutional change. Always. Change, yeah. Which, yay, yay, hooray. <laughs> I, I love you. I'm so happy that you're my friend. Yeah, so happy. Thank you for being <laughs> here. And so thankful for your time. <laughs> it was so, a pleasure, Terry. It was so. a pleasure. And well, you can come every time you want. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take you up on that. So. So everyone, I just want to remind you, you've been watching What the F is Going On in Latin America and the Caribbean. We're a popular resistance broadcast. You can catch us every Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Code Pink YouTube, the Convo Couch YouTube channel, and Popular Resistance or YouTube. And post-podcast recordings can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, so thank you, Franco. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Bye -bye. We'll see you next week. Ciao.